0: Welcome back to Kind of a Mess, Just Like My Life, this podcast. Hello. I'm here with my friend Jana. We've known each other for three years. We're both in the same major. Mm-hmm. We figured out, literally five minutes ago, that we became friends in second year.
1: Like, I, th- I mean, I kind of knew that. If you don't remember details about our friendship, then that's like... A little sad for me, but you know, I'll just I see where my place
0: is in your heart. Listen, you know you're a priority in my life, bitch. Don't test me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I get all the ramen dates. Nobody it's true. Else.
0: Literally nobody else. I went with my ex boyfriend once, Mm-mm. and that was it. He doesn't deserve that privilege. He doesn't. He really doesn't. He didn't, but I let it happen for some reason because he kept begging me. Mm-hmm. But
1: you wanted some,
0: a little something. We know. Or yeah. a
1: big something. I, you know, I don't know.
0: It was a little something. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways um, so let's get into our first topic, shall we? hmm So I think we should just start with like a light topic. Um, have you hit your quarter-life crisis yet? Because I have. That's why I'm starting this podcast.
1: You know, I think to have hit my quarter-life crisis, I would have had to accept it, have accepted that I am a quarter of the way through my life, which I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I still kind of feel like a kid, and then I have to remind myself every once in a while that by all measures, like globally, I am an adult. Um, <laughs> so I don't think so, but I definitely still have the crisis of what am I doing with my life, but it's just, you know, it's preceded
0: the 25-year
1: mark. Mm-hmm. So
0: I know, I can't tell, because everybody says the core life crisis is... You can't tell if that's actually 25 or just Mm -hmm. when you graduate university. It's like the
1: entire university crisis, you know? It's like it never really goes away. Mm -hmm. Maybe you figure it out and you're one of those lucky people, but most of the time it just blends into your quarter-life crisis, I feel like, and then you're like, well, everyone's freaking out right now anyway, so what difference does it make? Mm
0: -hmm. I feel that. Yeah. Because I just hit that, and I'm like, literally, like, maybe a week ago, it actually brought me out of, like, an anxiety, like, situation that I had for, like, three weeks straight. Dang, dude. So, like, it was a good thing, but mm-hmm. also, like, oh shit. And it dropped like a summer course, so I could just, like, okay, we're gonna like experiment yeah. with everything in my life. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what I like. Yeah. And hope for the best. Yeah.
1: I've just resorted to like looking at the next year and a half ish, where I'm like, okay, at least for this long, I'm in one place. I'll figure out a year and a half life plan. Beyond that, no idea. But. I know. A year think, and a half feels good, so it's okay. Yeah, like,
0: in my head, I think of that, but then also, it's hard when a lot of my closest friends are in university, because mm-hmm. I think I have, like, you and, like, a couple of other friends that I'm, like, I'm really close to, like, within our program, mm-hmm. but, like, the majority of my friends are, like, out, like, working in film or doing photography or, like, doing something or, like, doing makeup in retail, like, they're doing, yeah. like, they aren't in school anymore.
1: Yeah, like, very self-starter kind of vibe.
0: Exactly, and then there's, like, me who's, like, in school. So, it's weird because I feel like I'm in between, like, the pressure of university, but I'm also, like, in, like, this space where if I'm not working, I feel like I'm being lazy compared mm-hmm. to my friends. Even though, because I will consider school work yeah. in my head. So, I'm like, oh, I should be working. So, then I start overloading myself. And that's where I just came off of, like, that year and a half, two years of, like, doing three or four jobs, including mm-hmm. student life, at once. And it was just, like, I got so burned out, and then, like, I've dropped most of it, and I'm, like, in between doing makeup at school, and I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I need to figure out my life, what I'm going to do with this school once this area of my life is, like, gone for the first mm-hmm. time in my life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's a difference between treating school as work or treating it as, like, something that you're very
1: privileged to do and very lucky to have, like, the access to. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it that way, it becomes, like, okay, how am I really going to use this this one like experience or these four years or however long you spend
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think that's the thing as well because like I grew up in private school mm-hmm. where it wasn't a privilege it was like you're doing this whether you like it or not yeah like you're kind of forced because like my school was like a hundred acceptance rate like they were keeping that mm-hmm. so they forced people in my grade who didn't want to who want to go into trade school to apply to university yeah which was like a huge which I was just like wow that's a big move like, even at the yeah, time. Yeah, that's a waste, like... I know, just to keep their own record, but they, like, just forced this kid to apply just so he could say that he got it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, cool. So, like, this whole time, it was, like, assumed by my family, and also the education system that I was put into by my family, that, like, okay, like, we're in a university program, you're going to this way of life, like, there's mm-hmm. no if, and, or but.
1: Yeah, no, but there definitely needs to be more mobility with, like, options for after you graduate high school, because... The idea of having to go to university and just get a degree no matter what is kind of like, it really doesn't make sense. I mean, to a degree, it it has become the case that you kind of need one to get any kind of job. But at the same time, like trade school is just as valid or having certificates and other skills are just as valid. Like, I think the point is to show that you have ambition, that you have an education, that you're willing to work for what you're going towards. It's not necessarily like the one
0: thing. And. It's nice to see that we're branching out from that but Or like we're reverting like... back to before like everything was like overly not commoditized but like overly qual like overqualification. Mm-hmm. I think I learned about I tell my sociology. Class. Yeah. <laughs> but like overqualification of like um job applications, mm-hmm. like that's become kind of a huge thing because education at the end of the day, post secondary wise is an institution. Yeah. Like there's no such thing as like force. Like post-secondary.
1: Well, there isn't to a degree with people—not um, necessarily by the institution, but by their families too. There's a lot of exactly. family pressure, so it's like. And in terms of
0: like government, because like you have to stay in school for at least true. you're 16, then That's you can true. drop out at least here. Yeah, but also, uh, Janice from Mexico. <laughs> Let's just preface that. So kind of, kind of. Well, like you grew I was... up everywhere.
1: Well, I was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts, but. Hmm. Yeah, so that. then I, yeah, I moved to Mexico when I was 4. Mm-hmm. And then I lived there most of my life. So kind of from Mexico, but I don't know, it's weird. I'm very much on the like I don't know whether to call myself
0: American or Mexican because I don't really feel like either, but kind you, of both in a way. <laughs> do you like what do you consider home though? Cuz I think like at least for my friends that I've moved around a lot. It's mm-hmm. like it's really dependent on what they call home. Some are like, "Oh, the people that I love. It's like what I call home." Yeah. Whereas like some people are like oh, well, I grew up here for, like, over five years, so that's
2: yeah. home for me.
1: I mean, my idea of home has kind of changed in the last years, but it, I definitely have considered Mexico more like my home base more than any other place, because it's where I spent the most time. Mm-hmm. So, like, now I've kind of come to realize more in recent years it's more about the people than the spot, but when I think about, like, going home, the first image that comes to my head is still home in Mexico, so I guess I would say that that's, like, yeah what I would consider home but yeah it just changes a lot because now Vancouver's starting to become home too and I don't really even go to Mexico much like by the time I get home again it'll have been almost a year or a year between when I was there so it's kind of like weird to call that place your like base when
2: you're really not there at all anymore so Mm -hmm. like accepting that I've moved somewhere else which is kind of scary Mm -hmm. but I don't know Mm -hmm. Well, part of the reason I wanted to start this podcast is, like, I have so many stories.
0: And, like, as you kind of grow up, like, your friends that you think have their shit together and, like, the people in your life that are older than you that you feel, like, have their lives together Mm -hmm. is, like, nobody has their shit together. Mm -mm. Nobody knows what the Mm -mm. Fs are doing. Like, no one.
2: Mm -mm.
0: Like, even the people, because people think I have my shit together. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) We all know. Like, I have this really good front and I can talk my talk, (laughs) but like, deep down, I'm an emotional mess.
1: I mean, a lot of it is more about how it looks on the outside, though. Like,
0: yeah, how you portray yourself. mm -hmm, Because if
1: you look like you're a functioning business and like you know what you're doing, then you're more likely to attract people who have confidence in you. So, a Mm -hmm. lot of it is like the fake it till you make it idea. Yeah. But I also understand. The uncertainty of being like, oh, I don't know if I can live up to the image I'm
0: portraying. <laughs> or, like, the, the standards you've set for mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. It's a huge thing. So much more internal pressure than external, I feel like. Totally. Yeah. So, like, that being said, since we've met at university, mm-hmm. do you feel like university has helped you prepare for real life? Like, real life? Like, even outside of, like, academics? slash having the degree period mm-hmm. like do you like experience-wise do you feel like it's like helped you prepare at all
1: definitely I do I think whether or not university is like an exact mirror of what the real world is which is not and but I feel like maybe some people expect to get some of that real world experience through university whether or not it is that, it's, like, an opportunity to really discipline yourself, to apply yourself, to figure out what you're interested in, where
2: you want to invest your time and your energy. I mean, it can be. You can also come out not having any idea, but... Um, it's what you make of it. It's, it's what like you your make intentions. of it. yeah. Thank you. I was losing my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, can you repeat the question? <laughs>
0: So, like, do you feel like the university has helped you prepare for real life? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. So it's
1: definitely given me a lot of those skills where it's, like, I know that I know how to apply myself. I know that I can, you know, get things done in a certain way. I know how to, like, plan projects in a way that's going to work for me. Like, all those skills that are transferable have definitely been honed. And there's been some experiences that the university kind of, like, set up for me. Like, in second year, we had our community, uh, what was it called? Community-based. Community yeah, experimental learning or whatever, um, so like, basically giving us the opportunity to apply skills that we're learning in the classroom to the real world. So I think a lot of it um, depends on how much your university or your college or wherever you're going kind of tries to cater it in a way that makes sense in the real world and like actually gives kids
0: an opportunity to have an idea what to expect when they get out there in the work world. Total side story, uh-huh. but I remember because I did IB, mm-hmm. and like I remember because like it was before we actually went to like the final phase was like the diploma aspect. Um, when we had to like uh, choose our courses, and it was the math like head of the math department. He mm-hmm. was like talking about like each level because there's like three levels. There's like high level, which is like AP, then like standard, which is like IB normal, but is still like considered like university level in IB size. Mm-hmm. And, like, math studies, which is what I did, which is more for, like, art-based people, where it's, like, you focus more on, like, probability than, like, calculus.
1: Okay, so more, like, reasoning than
0: straight yeah, like, it was, like, more, yeah, it was, like, more, it was, like, it kind of cut the calculus in half a bit. So, like, it wasn't, like, fully applicable if you want to go into business most mm-hmm. of the time. But I remember when he was, like, telling us about it, he'd say, university for high level, university for standard, then college
2: Yeah.
0: for math studies he switched it for some reason yeah i was like oh so you think people that do this level of math aren't gonna do anything <laughs> or like it yeah. was like this elitism that was like within him, like, like within wow. the naming
1: of it as a college rather than a university or, yeah it was like yeah. in
0: his eyes like that he was like putting it down where it's like oh if you're doing this level of math then you're not gonna go business
1: or be successful in that capacity that's so shitty and it's like even if that's true like that's not a reason to put someone down. So what if you're not good at business? There's plenty of other sectors and jobs that people need to be doing. And that I know. we need skills. And it's like, yeah, the whole elitism thing, it's, it's ridiculous because without even the lowest level jobs, somebody needs to be doing that job or exactly. else our society doesn't function
0: the way it should. So, But what's really funny about that program specifically, which I don't know if I'm going to name it, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to say that program specifically okay. so I can <laughs> cut that in if I need to. But um, I think with that program... It started like initially for kids of um oh my god, where are they called? Um like representatives not democratic, but like um you know, like representatives from each country.
1: Oh, like um
0: it starts with a D. Dem um d- not diplomacy, uh, but democratic. Diplomat diplomats okay. it was started for yeah. diplomats kids yeah. because they'd move around so mm-hmm. much so the whole point of it was internationally they could go and keep learning and kind of pick up where they left off to a degree wherever country they were in so it'd be standardized right. internationally but like it started out elitism mm-hmm. which is like so funny because it's like these these like kids that like were basically living off of like you know taxpayer money from whatever country yeah. they were from it was like that they were moving around and like typically lived a life of luxury because of that it was like this whole program is starting to up so it's really funny to me and it's so funny too where when you first get to university even now I think people still you'll hear people still argue about it mm-hmm. where they're like oh I did IB oh I did AP." it's like but you ended up in the exact same place dude I always felt so self-conscious because like when we came
1: in first year everyone was like oh yeah I did IB exactly like what you're saying or I had like advanced placement courses or I already have this many university credits and Like, because I, my schooling was really weird, like, I went to this tiny little high school that was literally 40 people for, like, grades 5 through 12. There was four classes total, and then if you wanted to graduate from there, you had to do online schooling through a university in Texas because we just didn't have any, like, official school accreditation. So I did that and it was literally the biggest joke. Like there was maybe 12 of us doing the program at the same time, but not at the same pace. So one person would do one course and we'd screenshot it, send it to the other person. And then like, honestly, we totally, our, uni- our, our high school experience was so BS because we were just trying to get the credits to make up for the classes that we'd already done at the school, but they mm-hmm. couldn't give us credit for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I think about that and I'm like, you know, I'm really lucky that universities that I applied to don't really understand that that program was the way it was because I don't think I would have been accepted but at the end of the day it's like it came down more to what I could prove that I knew rather than the accreditation that I had so I don't mm-hmm. know it's just kind of weird that the name on a piece of paper or something is so validated when it's like you can still have all these skills without having that same education or that same like level of
0: access. at the end of the day, like, nobody really gives a shit about your classical education. That's also true. It's irrelevant. (laughs) If anything, they care more about your, like, post-secondary, like, college, Mm -hmm. university, like, whatever tiles attached to that. Because, like, that program is insane. Yeah. Like, I had my first anxiety attack because of my arts class from that. Really? Like, like, I did not, like, have, like, maybe I was, like, an anxious kid, Mm -hmm. but I hadn't had, like, any sort of, like, attack before until, like, grade 11. Mm -hmm. When it was, like, the first year of that, I had a full-blown, like, panic attack, like, anxiety attack. I mean, sorry, anxiety attack, like, in, like, my high school bathroom because of, like, a deadline. And, like, it pushed you, like, insanely hard. Like, I've never been as stressed as I was those two years. Yeah. Because, like, it taught me that, like, that was my stress limit and I can never go back there. Yeah. Like, and, like, they did that to me when I was underage. Yep. And, like, didn't have a choice in the matter. And it's just, like, the only thing that that got me was transfer credit. So Mm -hmm. I took maybe, like, six less left. Yeah. Just fingers crossed that I haven't done anything wrong and that I'll graduate on time. But
1: getting close to done here. I know. Frankly, I'm, like, I was just walking through campus, like, yesterday or the day before. And I was thinking, you know, I'll miss it here. But also in a year and a half, I'm going to be really done. Like, I'll be sad
0: it'll be, like, melancholic or bittersweet or whatever. But I'll also be, like, hell yeah. But also you'll be, like, moving on to, like, a different phase. Mm -hmm. I think, like, for me, how I look at university, it's, like, a transition period for, like, the privileged.
1: Honestly, it is. Like, it's a a, a transition point to to real life. Going back to what you were saying earlier about, like, if it really prepares you for real life, it's, like, it so is. It's, like, you get an, an opportunity to, like, try your hand at being, like, your own adult and being responsible and all these
0: things before had really padded at the same time
1: exactly like you're so protected like even even in the forms of discourse that are allowed to be like had and like the experiences that you're allowed to have within the institution it's like yeah you're so protected and in a way it's good cuz it gives you like an opportunity to adjust but at the same time i feel like a lot of people come out of it just so unprepared for the fact that the real world is like aggressive and it can be violent and it's just not no one's worried about your feelings.
2: It's, it's not this like... experience
0: that you paid for. No. It's like this in-between of, like, having to do things for a credit like mm-hmm. you were in high school, but also you have the free- more freedom to make your own choices. Mm-hmm. And you have more, f- like, space to be irresponsible. It's like this weird... I feel like it's this weird padded transition point but yeah. that's been really, like, over-glamorized mm-hmm. by the world at this point and overvalued. Because, like... It's important to be educated. I'm, don't get me wrong, like, based, like, in order for any democracy to work, we need to have an educated Mm -hmm. populace. That's how dictators and, like, imperial, like, all of that shit, like, that's how that works, is that they take away education from our populace, so they can't make an educated decision. Like, you need education 100%, but our over-glorification of what we've done, Mm -hmm. it's overvalued because they needed, like, a new standard to set in like the real world Mm -hmm. to like put you above someone else in terms of a hierarchy in my opinion
1: yeah no for sure especially because there's so many positions that people get into even after having a university degree that are like you don't need that degree to do it's just like something that's expected of you in a way that you almost have to like prove your worth it's like yes I did this thing that everyone expects of me even though it may or may not be relevant to your life and it's like gives you that position where yeah you're accepted as like this educated person but Maybe you were only there cuz you were forced to be there by your family or something and maybe you didn't actually get anything out of that at that point it's just like like and you like, said, an experience you pay for but get opens doors for you for
0: and better like the or the irony and like the irony of it all is like the biggest icons have dropped out mm-hmm. and like a lot of people use that as an excuse to drop out but yeah. it's like at the end of the day it's like it comes down to your character really and comes, how you what you yeah. make out of your situations Exactly and especially the people you surround yourself mm-hmm. by cuz being in, in that environment you can very quickly fall into like being surrounded by people that like will not motivate you because I think for me like comparing who I was three years ago to now mm-hmm. like I was surrounded by people like I was going out every weekend I did that for three months and I was done and like I was just surrounded by people that were like in that mindset of like like they were there but they were very much there for the social experience mm-hmm. and maybe they had like a couple of ambitions but that went away within two months yeah yeah Whereas, like, now it's, like, my life is mainly comprised of, like, people that I've met through, like, my artwork outside of school. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, like, that's the real world. Like, this is, like, the support system I've built. And, like, obviously you're a part of that, but, because <laughs> we've connected on that yeah, level. absolutely. But, like, if you think about, like, pe- you can even think in your head about people that you know that's, like, they're very, like, in that university space, mm-hmm. which is people that have more perspective yeah or like even like the kids that actually have to work to be there yeah because there's a huge disparity as well between kids that have like me that have their parents paying for them mm-hmm.
2: versus
1: yeah I have so much respect for people that pay their own way I'm like you know I had a part-time job air quotes um this term I worked one day a week for like a five-hour shift and even just adding that onto a regular course load felt like such a weight it was like you know like not being able to focus fully on my studies so The people that have to do that and work obviously more than like one shitty five-hour shift a week, like to support themselves and put themselves through school. It's I'm so impressed by those people because they just have so much drive
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and like yeah, just mad kudos to them for being able to do that. Because I don't know if I could do that for myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I I might be like okay, I'll use whatever skills I had at this point up until now to make something out of myself. I don't know if I'd be able to really work to put myself through university education if i had no support
2: mm-hmm. okay sounds like, good it's like i'm not okay
1: yeah no i'm just like forgetting that i despite the fact that this mic is covering i half told your you face, i told you i am you forgetting forget and then i'm it. like oh yeah maybe someone's gonna listen to whatever dumb bullshit i'm saying <laughs>
0: okay do you, <laughs> you would think that i don't eat right yeah like yeah because like she has beef a stomach as well as an ambulance coming to say was the calzone but <laughs> <laughs> but like you know she's like this gorgeous, tall, funny, like, you know, like, what are you, like, 5'10"? I'm 6 feet. You're 6 feet? Yeah.
2: I'm a giant,
0: bro. (laughs) You're almost as tall as most of my exes. Fuck your ex, dude.
2: He's taller (laughs) than me. This is why
1: he had to go. He was gonna ruin my title. (laughs) Exactly. She's the tallest person in my life. That's... It has to happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. Can't go above 6 feet, Rain, and that's your limit. Sorry. I know, like, I went on a date... We
0: talked about Dre. Mm -hmm. 6'6". Not
1: okay. Not okay. No, you hurt your neck, therefore...
2: Never again. (laughs) Never again. Hmm. Hmm. What? Okay. You could be attacking with this. But what, like, advice or what
0: would you tell me to do different when it comes with how I approach either, like, life romantic life? What would, like... If, like,
2: you can say anything and I will not be mad right now in the most blunt way, like, what would you? That's a good question. I haven't really thought about that. (laughs) I mean, actually, because I I have, like,
1: some answers to that for some people, (laughs) but
2: (laughs) I think for your romantic life, um,
1: Maybe just keeping your expectations more in check a little bit. Because I just feel like the last time, like, uh, granted I was right there getting really excited with you so maybe this goes for both
0: of us. It was everyone in my life. Yeah. We were just, everyone was just so excited that I yeah. found someone finally.
1: I think it's just like managing expectations because yeah, like, it didn't work out and that kind of sucks. And like, not that you shouldn't be excited because it ultimately didn't work out, but just because.
0: Well, like, the thing is I think a huge part of it was everybody in my life was so excited Mm -hmm. and that even because like I was bringing up like the issue with that ultimately ended our relationship like at the beginning like no like he wouldn't be like he wouldn't have gone on a date with you if that was an issue like just trust (laughs) So then
1: maybe maybe the advice here is to um ignore
0: it when your friends don't see the red flags but you do (laughs) I know that's the thing but I think a part of it too that I knew like after the fact was like i'm not sure how much i actually liked him mm-hmm. i really like the way he treated me yeah that's an important
1: distinction to make too because there can be people that treat you like you amazingly but you that. don't like there's just not that spark you know and then you're left wondering like okay you're a great person but or you talk i don't want to lead you on or something or you like talk that.
0: yourself into thinking there's a spark because that's yeah. what because you warned me about that you're like bliss because like i think i told you i'm like I think it was after like the second date. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not sure if I actually like him or if I like the way he treats me. Yeah. Like, you need to figure that shit out now. Yeah. Before we go ahead with this. And like, then we all got excited and then that fucking went out the window. Mm-hmm.
1: But. Well, you so, thought you liked him. And maybe you did know. like him. And he just wasn't ready for it because. Um...
2: Yeah.
0: Well. <laughs> we need to expose him because he's getting a lot airtime on these episodes.
2: Okay. Yeah. But, we'll, we'll just avoid talking about him again. But yeah, yeah it's like. Lost my train of thought right as it was about to come out of my mouth. Um, It's okay. uh, We were saying gone a lot airtime. We don't need to make him famous. Yeah, he's gotten his fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, I don't think he even knew how famous he was. Everybody was. I don't
0: think
1: he knew how famous his fingering technique was. (laughs) You mean? (laughs) Or his non technique? If I should correct myself.
0: That- we're cutting this. <laughs> like, I love big hands, man, but... <laughs> I think we leave that in. I think we really don't in case my mother finds this, but... Actually, maybe she proud mom. of me. I think she'd be proud of me. <laughs> Your girl got some dick.
1: <laughs> or really some fingers. Yeah. Not so much on the dick.
2: Yeah. God damn it. Right? Girl just wants some penis. <laughs> 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 Where's the intro? <laughs> Um, hmm. okay so you only have bad advice for you for future relationships that's it I mean it's kind of hard to give general advice because for one thing I've only like, been good friends with you through one relationship
1: so I've only seen like one ad- and also so much of it depends on like the situation with the other
0: person and the way that they're playing off of what's mm-hmm. going on I think something that I learned was to an extent you need to You should care about what other what your friends are saying about your relationship, Mm -hmm. but I don't. I think you should take it with a grain of salt, absolutely, especially until they meet them. Yeah, and even after that, you still need to have a grain of salt Mm because nobody
2: has full context except you.
1: Exactly. At the end of the day, the one in the relationship with the person is you. Mm -hmm. So any outside view is like you know that it's biased in some way. Just even if it's just based on like lack of knowledge or lack of context on certain things, it's like nobody outside of the relationship is gonna know what's going on as well as you do so at the end of the day you do have to trust your own gut too and I think it's but I think it's also important to make sure you're being honest with yourself and not like suppressing whatever your gut is telling you because it's so easy to do that mm-hmm. when you're interested in someone and you really want something but the and the hard part is just being honest with yourself about that but it's so crucial because otherwise you're just wasting your time
0: mm-hmm. I, and I think a thing as well is like I mean I think some people are taught to kind of hang on to relationships, mm-hmm. especially when they're young. Like, I have friends where, like, their mom would be like, oh, he's gonna grow up to be such a great guy. Like, right. stick it out. Oh, my God. Even my mom said shit like that. Like, oh, you have such
1: a great boyfriend. Like, you're never gonna find a guy as good as him. And it's like, at the end, oh, fuck, does that matter
0: if I don't want to be with him? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Or, like, he said all the shit that I hadn't told you because you tell me, dump his ass. Yeah. Like, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I you think, don't know the full context. Like, there's definitely, there's definitely like an expectation of like one person having to take more shit than mm-hmm. the other, um or expecting that you're supposed to take more shit than yeah. the other. And I think that's something, especially like they have to navigate during where we are in our lives now, where it's like, oh, is it worth it to waste my time with this person? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, some people get married young, but in my opinion, a lot of the time, it's like when you're at our age, it's like, like, there's, like, a solid ninety percent chance it's not going to
1: last. Yeah, but you still don't want it to be something that's completely dead-end. Like, it's you still want there to be some Learning. potential or opportunity there, so it's not just, like, a complete dead-end. You're like, well, realistically, it probably won't last at this age, but I could see it potentially, like, if, if everything magically worked out, like, I could see it happening, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that bit is important, too, because, yeah, maybe you're in it just for the fun, but you still don't want to just, like, I mean, Share your energy with someone that you don't connect with or someone that you don't actually care for, in my I'm opinion. I'm just pessimistic.
0: Yeah, like, maybe. I think, I'm, I think I'm, a, like, I'm a romantic at heart, but I'm really pessimistic mm-hmm. now.
1: That's kind of what I do to my mom. I just don't even let her get a word
0: in. Well. How's it feel, Rainin? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like kind of a mess to me. Oh, that plug that- Anyways, so I'm going to end it there, but thanks so much for listening. Um, thanks for tuning in, y'all. <laughs> yeah, subscribe to whoever you're listening to this, or else Jana's going to find you, and she's six feet, so that's kind of... I'm intimidating. She really is. I'm she's not when to
1: see me, because you'll knock me over with, like, she's like fingers, this tall model. we don't need to talk and about And if it. you
0: don't know, if you can't get past that exterior, it's, like, a lot, but, you know. She's my bodyguard. That's you get past works. that exterior,
1: then you get a really obnoxious interior, so it's fantastic for you it's like a win-win
0: situation (laughs) that's how i get along so well (laughs) you don't get to get rid of me (laughs) anyways like to subscribe follow us on all social media links will be wherever you're watching this in the description of said do the thing do the fucking you know what the fuck you need to do don't don't leave here without doing it seriously
2: click the button seriously we're eating pizza don't ruin our vibe come on we're gonna eat nutella now all right goodbye